0: Hi ladies, I'm Tracy Lynn Doherty. The past two weeks we've talked about looking at our lives like a garden. The first week we discussed weeds and pruning. Weeds, the sins in our life, we need to get rid of them. Also, that we need to prune, cut out, get rid of some things in our lives to have the healthiest garden. Last week was about fences and stakes. Fences, boundaries are necessary to protect our garden, our lives. And we need to stake ourselves to one another. For others to help us and for us to help others during the storms, the challenges of life. Today we're going to talk about the two most important things our garden, our lives need. First, the sun. Here's what the sun, S-U-N, sun, does for gardens. The miracle of plant photosynthesis involves plants using energy from sunlight to produce sugar that nourishes life while converting carbon dioxide that poisons air-breathing life into oxygen that people need to survive. So the photosynthesis process turns substances that could cause death into substances that nourish and produce life. Isn't that just like what the Son Jesus Christ does for us? If we are a believer in Christ, He takes our sins, which causes death, and instead He took that death by dying on the cross so that we could have life, everlasting life. We need the Son. We need Jesus. If you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, please find someone to talk to, someone in your church, maybe at work or in your neighborhood. The second thing our garden needs, seeds. To produce anything in a garden, you must have seeds. The question is, are you choosing the right seeds? Luke chapter 8, verse 11, The seed is the Word of God. The seed our garden, our lives need? The Word of God, the Bible. This doesn't mean a Bible sitting on the shelf of your home. This means a Bible that you're reading, engaging with daily. Your garden, your heart must be cared for. We must tend to our heart as Scripture instructs us to do. If we fail to do this, our hearts will quickly fill with weeds, sins, foxes, troubles, all kinds of things. The military uses the term SOP, it stands for Standard Operating Procedure. Marshall has spent many, many hours over the years reading the SOPs of the military, so as he makes decisions on how to lead when situations come up, he immediately knows how to respond. The Bible is our SOP, our standing operating, operating procedure for life. The Bible tells us how loved we are. 1 first first John chapter 4, verse 19. We love because He first loved us. He loved us before we even knew who He was. The Bible outlines God's design for marriage, for parenting, for living. You must spend time daily reading the Bible to have the healthiest, the most productive garden, the healthiest, the most productive life. Sometimes we act so surprised by what's coming up in our life. We're not paying attention to the seeds we've thrown into our garden of life. Many women tell me that they don't know how to read their Bible. There are many techniques, reading plans. What I like to do is read a section of Scripture, then write down a verse or two that stood out to me, then write down why it stood out to me, and then, this is the most important part. My pastor taught me this. I write an I will statement. This is the doing it part. I must read scripture and then respond to it. If you don't know where to start, I would recommend the book of John or the book of Matthew. All believers in Jesus receive the same seed. Your pastor, your Sunday school teacher, Billy Graham, Mother Teresa, Beth Moore. But not all are bearing fruit. To produce anything of lasting value, anything that is everlasting, it must come from the seed of God. So what are you growing in your garden of life? hopefully you, that you look more and more like Christ every day. I think it's important to do a spiritual checkup about every six months. I ask myself these four questions. Number one, have I grown? Have I seen a positive change in my life? The second thing I ask is, is my relationship with God deeper? Am I more deeply connected with God? Number three, am I bearing fruit? Am I showing others more patience, more kindness, more love, More fruit of the Spirit. Number four, are the people under my fruit tree in my life well-fed or starving? We must know the Bible and then we must do what it says. This is about walking it out in your life. As I said in the previous two videos, yes, it's hard work. But you are not alone in your garden. Many times in Scripture, God says, I am with you. God is with you. God is for you. So to bear the kind of fruit to have the life that God has called us to live, we must weed out our sins, prune, cut out those unnecessary things, place some boundaries, stake ourselves to other female believers, have a relationship with Jesus, and read our Bibles and then do what it says. I would love to hear from you. In the comments below, let me know what your next step is to tending to the garden of your life. What have you learned from this three-part series on the garden of life? If you would like to receive more videos like this one, go to equipandencouragewomen.com slash subscribe. It's free. If you subscribe, you'll also receive our video, Living Your Priorities. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. All my best to you.